grace and peace. You're listening to United We Pray. Taking racial struggles to the throne of grace, United We Pray is a podcast about racial divisions in churches. I'm the host, Isaac Adams, and man, I've almost forgotten how to work this mic because as I'm sure some of you have noticed, uh, we have been off these last few weeks. Uh, God in his kindness has seen fit to bless a couple of uh, members of our team with babies uh, this uh, these last few weeks. So uh, my wife and I, uh, and I should just really say my wife, uh, she had a baby uh, a few weeks ago, and Jerry uh, Choi, who runs our social media, she also had a baby recently as well. Fun fact, her and my wife had the same due date. Uh, and yeah, I'll just speak for myself. The adjustment to two is for real, and Jerry's adjusting to even more kids than that. Uh, they say the struggle is real, and the snuggle is real too. Uh, so I can't get enough of my kiddos. I love them, uh, and God has been incredibly faithful in this time time. Uh, but you can be praying for all of us in this time just as we make adjustments. And uh, while, you know, we can question whether or not God has called us to this podcast, but it's clear God has called us to our families. Uh, so lately we've been taking care of them, loving on, loving them, uh, and staying up with them at 3 a.m. in the morning. So uh, that explains why lately, and even this episode is called United, we take care of our babies because that's what we've been doing. And that, Lord willing, explains some of the parental leave and the break uh, we've had recently. But I did want to hop on the mic uh, and just make you guys uh, aware of some things uh, going on and kind of what's going to be coming on the podcast here soon, uh, just so we can all uh, be updated and on the same page. So recently I had the joy of teaching down in Atlanta at the Just Gospel Conference hosted by the Front Porch. Uh, if you haven't heard of the Front Porch, uh, it's a really a resource center for to promote biblical faithfulness in predominantly African-American churches. I worked with them for a number of years. Uh, my friend. Uh, Lewis Love and Thabiti are holding it down on the front porch, Thabiti Onyabwile, uh, and they had me come and, te and teach on uh, prayer and reconciliation. So that was great, uh, uh, a great time down on the front porch. Uh, and in that sermon, I really got to share my heart behind the efforts here, really in a way that was... Uh, how can I say, uh, in a way that where I think all my thoughts were on paper on what I'm trying to do here and really my heart on paper, Lord willing. Uh, so I'm going to put that sermon on the podcast next week. And coming after that sermon, the following week is going to be another sermon. So it's going to be kind of a summer ser little mini series here. Um, Another sermon by our our brother John Onuchekwa, who's a pastor uh, in Atlanta, wrote a book on corporate prayer called Prayer uh, uh, that I quote in the sermon that I uh, in the in the short kind of TED talk that I give. Um, and I just want y'all to hear this sermon because I frankly think it's an amazing sermon on forgiveness. And insofar as we talk about unity uh, and as we're praying for unity, we simply can't have it without real forgiveness taking place. And I think John just opens and divides the word so well on this, on this topic uh, from Genesis. And he looks at the story of Joseph in some ways that are piercing and striking in some ways that I think will really edify. So be on the lookout for those, uh, those couple sermons. Mine's really more 
more of a TED talk, but hey, I'm a pastor and a preacher. So really, I just preach the whole TED talk. Uh, so you have those things to look forward to. Uh, Lord willing, after that, at that time, we're just going to hop back into the season on politics, race, and the church uh, and finish strong there. So you can go and peep uh, the episode we did recently with Jamar. Uh, that was the last episode before we hit this kind of parental break. And you can kind of get a refresher there. The episode with Jamar Tisby uh, entitled Who Threw That Bomb? Where we're talking about systemic racism, politics, and a whole lot of other issues. Uh, and at the end of this season, uh, we hope to have some more exciting uh, announcements for you guys. So hang in tight for that. Uh, we've been working on a lot of things kind of back behind the stage. Uh, and I'm really excited to talk about those things, but I'm going to keep them till the end so we don't uh, reveal all our cards now. And we're still building, constructing some things, uh, but it's been an exciting time. So uh, just as we ask for prayer, uh, as we are building our families, we ask for prayer as we're building uh this project of United We Pray and trying to encourage prayer. Uh, and of course, uh, as we regularly say, that we must do uh, more than pray, but we cannot do less. Uh, so we want to be thinking about those things and different efforts and different thoughts there. So we would love your prayers uh, as we're working toward that end. Uh, for now, I just want to finish this short little episode uh, with two things to say two things. Uh, the first is I just want to give a shout out to uh, listeners in Central Asia who have written in uh, to me recently uh, and encouraged me just that uh, it always amazes me when I bump into different people who listen to the show. I'm really thankful for that. Uh, I'm going to try to abide by Proverbs 27 and uh, let someone else uh, be the praiser and the encourager of things, but uh, encourage is powerful. So if you have a podcast you like, uh, I'd encourage you to encourage them. Uh, you can do that in multiple ways. You can subscribe, you can leave a review, you can tell friends about them, you can write in and tell the hosts, uh, you can support them financially. There's just a number of ways you can encourage people doing good work because it's good work uh, if they're doing good work and it's hard work. Uh, but I was just encouraged to see how uh, even as we're talking about race, uh, relations here in the States, which is its own kind of unique thing uh, and unique history and unique uh, unique issue. Even if you go back to those episodes that we kicked off season three with, uh, as I'm kind of, as I had some travels in Africa and was talking to different African pastors about politics uh, and race in their countries, uh, we see that sin, uh, while it has man different manifestations, there's sin, it's sin at the end of the day. Uh, and I'm encouraged to know uh, that listeners, frankly, around the world are being encouraged to think about their own context. And it was, it was helpful for me to even hear from some folks uh, overseas about, okay, how are these issues being applied in your context and seeing them there? Uh, so pray for workers overseas. Uh, Jesus says the harvest, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few ask the Lord of the harvest to raise up more workers. You know, that's a command from our Lord to be praying about something very specific. Uh, so do be praying uh, for workers overseas, preparing for people in Central Asia, doing good gospel work. And I want to just shout out uh, the brothers, the sisters, the homies over there. The other thing uh, I want to say, just to, in conclusion of this episode, we always end uh, with prayer. Hopefully it's not just a tacked on thing, but it's something that we're, uh, we're doing on this show. Uh, this is what this show is about. Um, I wrote a poem recently, so I write poetry. I perform spoken word poetry and write poetry. Um, 
I wrote a poem recently uh, of lament, and uh, I think it came about because I was frankly just feeling how divided things were and just feeling and seeing uh, the pain that is in this world. Some of it uh, the result of injustice past, some of it the result of injustice present, uh, and feeling that and, uh, and really being broken over it. Uh, so I took to the pen, uh, and tried to take to prayer and this is what I came about with. So, uh, the prayer for this episode will simply be, uh, this poem. And, and, you know, if I can just take you behind the scenes of this poem, even just a bit further, I think what pushed me to write it was as I was just feeling the weight of these things, uh, whether there be present divisions that I perceive in the body of Christ, um, and just things to lament in this world. Uh, I think what I just felt was the reality that I cannot fix these things. Um, I love how one poet, poet put it. He said, uh, the work of a man's hands can never quench his thirst. Uh, and so often I'm tempted to kind of look at what my hands are doing uh, to, to find satisfaction or rest or comfort or hope in those things. And uh, ultimately those, like anything else except the Lord, does, they don't satisfy. Um, and I think there's a reality uh, in just recognizing our limitations as humans uh, and that we cannot fix this world, which is why we need to look to the one who can uh, and trust and rest in him. And his plans, you know, so to be clear, all my cards on the table, uh, I don't believe that we're going to bring that we Christians are going to bring the kingdom of earth here fully and finally by ourselves. Uh, and then Jesus will come back. You know, I'm not a, a, a post millennialist in that sense. Uh, I believe our task isn't to fix everything, but to be faithful to what God has called us to do uh, and to do his will in that regard. So I wrote this poem uh, called, Lord, I Cannot Fix This Brokenness. I hope it encourages you. Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness. Within the world, a thorny mess. Will war and sorrow win the day? Why has your justice so delayed? Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness. Within our churches, we confess. We divide our race and politics. How can in Christ these walls exist? Lord, forgive us for our lovelessness. Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness. Within my family, black our dress. Funerals have become our name our unity as Abel and Cain's. Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness. Within myself lures temptation, enticing me from my first love to sin beneath, not heaven above. Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness of a crooked generation, deceiving and being deceived, puffed with pride, blind with unbelief. Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness. Can you see my wretched countenance? Where is your God? People, people exclaim. I come, O oh Lord, asking the same. Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness. 
I've forgotten all your promises. How can I look to you and pray when day is night and night is day? Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness. I've tried the horse and the chariot. My hands too weak, they lend no rest. If their work be all, all is hopeless. Yet this my hope you bring to mind. Your thoughts and ways stand over mine. What's meant for ill, you work for good. As when your son hung on the wood. So how long, O Lord, we still but ask, but now we pray in dust and ash. We'll trust your word, we'll watch and wait, and fresh courage our hearts will take. Yes, we'll trust you for our bread today and find our strength in Jesus' grace. Yes, this my hope you bring to mind. Your thoughts and ways tower over mine. You're doing more than I can see. My now isn't my eternity. Oh Lord, I cannot fix this brokenness, but one offering I know you've blessed. I slowly leave it on the altar now. Lament it is, and in lament I bow. Grace and peace.